Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Wednesday, August 31st, 2011. And even though we like to tiptoe through the tulips, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. She take my money when I'm in need. Get it batten. Bend it. Get me gold digger. That's an example of the type of music you, you hope to ban. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, ban? <laughs> no? I love that music. What the hell is it? You don't know that, <laughs> that music? <laughs> I don't. You, know, you don't know that song? No. Seriously? What is it? Well, it was sampled in a newer song, which is uh, Gold Digger by Kanye, I think. Kanye sure. or something. But is it's that an that, old song. Is that that one? Oh, no, no, no. That's not... Uh, Fuck you and no. fuck her too. No, that's uh, CeeLo. She's a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, she's a gold digger. Uh, no, this this is uh, you know, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Go on, girl, go ahead, get down on your knees. Go on, girl, go ahead, get down. Not familiar with it. Yeah. Uh, you can see him on the weekend, any given Sunday, win the Super Bowl, drive off in a Hyundai. Nope, not it's all, really. Uh, it's all about dudes whose uh, girls have kids with them and take their money. <coughs> yep. <sighs> that special breed. Yeah. Uh, so, how are you? Pretty good, but what's the original song? The original song is, uh, I, I, I can't remember who it's by, uh, but, you know, the song is like, she take my money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's in trifling. Nope. And indeed. Nope. You don't, don't know, know that one? Don't know it. It's on our player at home port. Seriously. Mm. <laughs> you put it on there. <laughs> mm, perhaps. Maybe like in a CD set or something, but. Maybe it's your rendition that's throwing me. Could be. All right. You might recognize it if you heard the original. Could be the earliness of the hour. It was on a Mad Men episode, I think. Again. Maybe. I think maybe at the end or something. I don't know. You know what I don't like? I don't like how they crank up the music so loud at the end. Really? Yeah, I'm listening to the thing, and then all of a sudden I got... Billy Holiday screaming in my ear or something. Yeah, do you think that's a product of, like, that's the way they used to end episodes in the 60s or something like that? No. Do you think it's a time thing or is it a format thing? It's a format thing. Yeah? I think so. Because I wonder when... I mean, it's not necessary. Well, I mean, lots of ep- lots of uh, TV shows today end their episodes with a song, but... Oh, yeah, ending with a song, that's fine. And I like the way they do that. But, uh, you know... Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Sopranos did that, right? Ending their episodes with the song. I can't remember. Yeah. I think they did. I think they did. Anyway, th- and that's fine. I like that. Sure. I just don't like the way they crank the volume so loud. Well, turn it down. Well, I d- I do, but you know, sometimes I've dozed off at the end. Sure. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, what? <laughs> hey, what the heck? Yeah. Uh. So. What were you guys up to all day yesterday? By the way, it was glorious. Oh. It was glorious. I had the whole house you. to myself all day long. For and you. I didn't even realize it. Like, I was just, you know, until, you know, until about uh, noon. Yeah. I went, Where the no- fuck is everybody? <laughs> yeah, nobody had <laughs> asked you to do anything. Anything. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, it was nice. At about 4 o'clock, I went outside and I sat under the gazebo with a beer. Yeah. And uh, my iPod. Nice. And uh, just uh, enjoyed my switchback and uh, yeah. <laughs> and Not listened bad. to my tunes. It was great. That sounds it like It was a good glorious. Day. The weather was perfect. There was a wind. There was a breeze, so there were no bugs. Cool. It was absolutely glorious. Wow. Yeah. That sounds nice. It was very nice. Uh, I spent the day driving uh, to Jay Peak, mm-hmm. which took us uh, three and a half hours because... Because there were some closed roads. There were some closed roads because of the quote-unquote hurricane. <laughs> uh, so 
there were some closed roads, uh, so it took us extra long to get there. We were late for our thing. We were there later than we were supposed to be. Then we had to go back, and going back didn't take as long because we knew where the closed roads were, so we sort of avoided them to begin with. And But, I mean, like, for, seriously, on the way there, we would go, and we'd be like, all right, well, we're going to go, we're like, let's try the main way. We tried the main way road closed. Alright, well let's try this detour. Try the detour. Road closed. It's like, alright, we're, we're trying one more thing. Trying one more thing. Uh, it's kind of closed, but we were able to scoot by. You know, it's really? like that kind of thing. Just no. were, were you seeing the problem? No. And on the way back, the roads were opened again, and I, did, I couldn't even see where the problem had been. Maybe it was just they were clearing debris or something. Maybe. I don't know any case it was a pain in the ass oh and then I got to go to Home Depot <laughs> we got flooring and tile that is my uh, uh, version of hell on earth yep. Home Depot and I uh, got to go to Home Depot pick out tile flooring and wood flooring and uh, trying to think of what else Home Depot is all the things I hate in life Oh, we retail incompetence yeah. And uh home reno- and home the poti- renovation and the, the and the prospect of a home renovation project all wrapped up into one. Yeah, uh well, so uh, our retailer was uh our our guy who was helping us out was fairly confident, albeit slightly irritating, but okay. fairly confident. Uh knew his stock well. Now, what do you think He's probably was probably about twenty years old. What do you think keeps those guys in business? Home Depot. Yeah. You need them. But there's Lowe's. You okay? I'm, I mean, why do Walmart and Kmart both stay in business? They're both about the same thing. Well, good point. Yeah. Everybody has their preference. I like Lowe's better personally. <laughs> they both. I mean, they're both equally shitty, but mm. I just seem to like Lowe's better. Well, I, I and maybe it's because it's newer in my mind because we didn't have one for as long. And I was hating on Home Depot so bad yeah. that when they opened, it was just like, like uh, oh, finally, leaving the place pressure. Yeah, uh, could be. Yeah. Besides, you know, like I mean, there can't be just one because eventually one of them's gonna do something to piss you off, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck that place! I'm never going back. I'm gonna go to Kmart from now on." Right. Walmart. They they tried to rip me off, and I don't know, whatever. You know, insert your. Do people become like Lowe's here. people or Home Depot people? Yeah, I feel like they probably do. Oh, I don't like that. Why? Eh, that sort of brand loyalty what is, is misplaced. What What does it matter? Well, you got to get your construction supply somewhere. Yeah, no, I understand that, but why have a brand loyalty in that sense? Well, I don't think it's a loyalty developed out of loyalty. I think it's a loyalty developed out of hatred for another thing. Uh, really? You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. <laughs> 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 like I, I mean, you know, I spend a lot of time reading and studying about brand loyalty, right? And like, for example, Starbucks. And it's funny because pe- pe- people, places, and businesses that uh, develop fierce brand loyalty mm-hmm. also develop fierce brand hatreds. Sure. So. Yeah, okay, I'm with you on that one. And and it seems to be like as intensely as they can develop a brand loyalty, they also develop a brand hatred. Right. And you think about Starbucks, people either love Starbucks. Right. Or they love Starbucks. Right, exactly. Right. They either love Old Navy. I would say you or they be hate con- Old I would Navy. say you can be converted or become somewhat neutral. You can, you can, and people Like, for instance, I have, kind of, like, I hated Starbucks for the longest time. Not particularly because I had ever gone in It was just kind of cool and hip to hate them? Yeah, almost, in a way. I know what you mean. My generation hated Starbucks, that's what we do. Because they were the corporate man. Yeah, although my generation has slowly grown to love Starbucks. (laughs) Because they provide a... Because they provide a quality beverage and a... 
Yeah, at a reasonable price. It's not a reasonable price. It's an unreasonable well, it's price. It's an unreasonable price, but they provide a quality beverage, and you get the trendy Starbucks cup, and you get, you know, the nice There's no way. It's not a trendy Starbucks cup, is it? Well, the Starbucks cup says a little something about where you buy your coffee. Oh, that's God. That's all I'm saying. See, that's what I hate about it. That's you exactly what I hate about it. What does it say about me that I buy my freaking coffee at Starbucks? What does that say about me? It just says... That I did... Th- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly what it says about me. It used to say something it a says little more. It says that my regular coffee shop has a $5 minimum on, on the credit, credit card, card, and I don't have any cash on me. That's what it says about me. Sure. Well, there is that. Yeah, that's what it says about you and me. But even the indie coffee cup says something about you, you know? Ooh, I go to a cool indie coffee place. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man, see, I that's all the stuff I hate because yeah. it's such bullshit. It's just a fucking cup of coffee. Right. I say we start brewing it at the office. What will that say about us? We're cheapskates? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, Cheap. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep. All right. Well, w- s- stay with me on this for a second. With you. Uh, what? Like, I'll tell you what I like about Starbucks. Okay. A, their coffee is fairly consistent, although it's not not nearly the best coffee I've had. Okay. But it is consistently good and above. You know, I would say like if I let's cu- say I had a cup yesterday that was fairly. Let's tasted, say yeah. let's say diner coffee. Yeah. Is the benchmark. Okay? That's the last drinkable, drinkable cup, cup of coffee. Of coffee. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's anything under that is like something somebody brewed in a sure. dirty machine. Right. So that's with a, a with a So used that's a five. <laughs> with a used filter <laughs> and <laughs> it it sat on the pot for like four hours, it got burnt. Right. Uh yeah. So so that's a five. Okay. That on our t- a scale of ten. Okay. Uh being the best goddamn cup of coffee you ever I'd, had. I put Starbucks at around a six point five, pretty consistently. Yeah, I put them at a. I put them at a seven. Seven. I put okay. them at a seven. All right. I'd put Uncommon Grounds, our regular. Probably seven or eight, seven and a half. Eight. I'd seven, seven ish, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, s- Speeder and Earls. Sweet I've car. Speeder and Earls. Yeah, that is a nice car. Is that the 1960? That's a 60s, circa 60s uh, Mustang Mustang, convertible. That is a fine car. Yeah, those are the ones you had to reinforce the back, right? Oh, the the leaf springs will come up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... So oh, look, it sounded like for a second we knew something about cars. For uh, for like a <laughs> for like a split, <laughs> split second. second. That was weird. That's because I've owned a uh, owned a Mustang. Its leaf springs have come up through the back. Really? <laughs> no way. Yeah, till the you leaf. You owned a Mustang. Till the leaf springs. Oh, you know it wasn't mine. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, uh, but I was intimately involved. It. I was driving it. It was Shit. Stevie's. It was Stevie's. Oh wow. Yeah. I forgot to put on deodorant today. This is gonna come back to haunt me. Although, if I'm not going to be working at the warehouse, I probably won't get too shvaty. And know, I took a shower this morning, so I'm going to say that I'm safe. i got to pick some up. Really? Yeah, I had just enough to sort of scrape the shit out of my underarms this morning. Would you? <laughs> you know that point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing a dry rub. Uh, kind of, you know, you're moving it sideways and yep. just trying to you go in with your finger and rub it on. <laughs> um so I would put Speeder and Earls at about a six to six and a half because they often burn their beans. Okay. Or I find they they over roast what you know they over roast their beans. Yeah. And so it ends up you ends up like you get a Sumatra there, might as well be a French roast. Right. You know, so you're taking whatever subtleties that exist in the in the fl- coffee. And, yeah, and, and, and burning them out. out. Yeah. So I put them. Sad. Ha- I put them a hair. Li- it is sad to me. It's just. I mean, and maybe it's a matter of my taste, but I just. You know, I don't think every brew ought to be a French roast. And I like French roast when I want a French roast, but not when yeah. I want like a Kenya Double A or something where you can feel the acidity and those kind of things. Anyway, yeah. with you. So. So I put them on that scale. So they're all all our indie and Starbucky kind of coffee shops hover between six and a half and seven and a half right okay okay so so where you know so i was telling you what i like about starbucks right well we go in there they 
first of all, they take a credit card no matter what. They take That's a credit. Take the your credit card. We go in there. That is the first reason we cross the presidium. Yeah. Second reason, uh, very little attitude at our Starbucks, and I'm sure it varies. We got off our indie coffee stage and uh, went over to the to yeah. the Starbucks because we didn't have enough cash to buy our brew at Uncommon Grounds, which right. is a place we usually go. Right. Uh. I'd, I'd say very little attitude <coughs> is another reason we go to Starbucks, you know? Almost no Almost attitude. Almost no attitude at ours. And that probably varies from Starbucks to Starbucks, like I was saying. Although I think it is a real strong policy of the store that to they... To hire friendly people. And I was reading the guy who started Starbucks' book. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, he, he they, train their, they train their guys to... Uh, learn their customers names right to be friendly right because he realizes that they are all hovering around that seven right you know that and, we, that and se- they got to provide something a little extra so what are they going to do different to develop brand loyalty right and it's it's the you know they you go in they know your name they're friendly uh, they do, they stop their conversations when you come in, and they d- pay attention to you. Yep. Typically, they're not having their little private conversations. Yeah, they're, they're doing busy, shit. Busy, they always working seem busy. I know exactly. They're lifting some bucket of coffee or something. You got it. So it it's and maybe they're just moving it back and forth. Could be just you to look know. like they're working. You who knows? Yeah, but at least they look busy. Point being, it's like they're shuffling papers. They're busy, busy, busy. They, they seem like they're attending to their business, which yeah. is serving you coffee. Right. That's uh, another nice thing. So, so those are the and and their place is always clean, and they always have you know what you need—the milk, the cream—and it's always full and supplied and uh, well stocked. Blah blah blah. Exactly. Yep. So those are. I mean, and what do I go in for? I go in for coffee. Occasionally, I'm getting your mama yeah. coffee. So far I need less, stuff uh, like that. far less homeless people sitting outside. You know, I, that that's just chance. That's purely chance. I don't know. I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that uh, Starbucks doesn't really offer a refill <coughs> cup, at least as far as I oh, know. Oh, yeah, so you can't take your cup home for the next four days and get it refilled every yeah, day? Yeah, like, uh, like pe- homeless people are wont to do. Right, yeah. Uh, we used to have... Uh, we used to have dudes come in to... Uh, when I worked at Seattle's Best, which is an affiliate of Starbucks... Uh, they're owned by Starbucks yeah. Coffee. Um, uh, when I used to work there, we did a refill cup, and we stopped doing it because the, everybody because would people rip would, you off. Yeah, because people would try and rip us off. And you know, it was one of those things where the policy that the manager—it probably wasn't a corporate policy—but the policy that the manager said when he was training me, he's like, "Look, you'll notice that there are people who come into the the you know the store." We give them the refill price, no matter what. Uh, he's like, these guys are just down on their luck. You know, I just give them the refill price, whatever. You know. And uh, that was probably uh, not a smart idea, business-wise. But well, it caused them ultimately to cancel the policy. I don't think they canceled it. I think we just stopped doing it. We, like when they would come and say like hey can I get a refill we would just say sorry we don't do that anymore even though we do but we would kind of make a judgment call if this person was you know it's clear when a person's uh, ripping you off pretty yeah. clear alright I, I, I'm I'm content with that yeah uh, the other thing they could have done is fucking coded the cups well, how do you mean you just put a mark on them today is pink highlighter tomorrow is blue highlighter and that would have required a lot of prep you just write down the edge with the highlighter. Um, yeah. I don't know. Again, I think we were going burning through too many cups to make that. Like, especially when you got a line <coughs> of 20 people, you're trying to get their coffees out fast. I mean, any extra step is uh, w- w- is definitely going to get thrown to the wind. All right. Like putting the lid on securely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, if you're going to do the free refill policy... Do it. I say mark the cops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're not getting ripped off, and so you can continue your policy. Anyway, whatever. Or just but have you, a different you, cup for each day you, or you, something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. You use those policies to attract business, right? Right. I mean, that's the point. We give free refills. Whatever. 
Um, so, so, but what I don't like about Starbucks is uh, I don't like their uh, trendy cup naming system, their yeah, size naming system. Yeah, it pisses me off. Never use it. It's just kind of stupid and affected. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I mean, I don't even like, I go in there and I order my large coffee and they know exactly what I'm talking I, about. It's I know, funny. I know, I, you know, it's funny. I got mixed feelings about that little bit of rebellion. I've heard, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that in some Starbucks they won't, uh, <laughs> some of the people will give you a hard time if you don't use their ordering system. I, I tell you, the day I get a hard time for that, yeah. for ordering a like, large cup of coffee. Do you mean a vente? And it's like... No, I mean a large. No, I mean a large. I, t- I promise you what right now. What the fuck is a vente? I, I promise you the day I get a hard time for ordering a large cup of coffee from a coffee shop is the day I never go back. Right. Ever. Yeah. For whatever reason, no matter how convenient they are. Uh, <laughs> I just love that line from Foamy. <laughs> <laughs> take a vente razor and shove it up your ass, you tall-brained moron. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great uh, <laughs> that's a great episode. Uh, it was the first, I think. Really? First episode. No kidding, huh? Bitching about Starbucks. What well, fair Star- enough. Star Schmucks. Star I believe they called it. Um with their super uh, super <laughs> homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't he was metrosexual. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh I think they explained that in a later episode. Do they? Yeah. I think they go over that. He's not gay. He's metro. Oh, I get yeah. it. I didn't realize that, but yeah. that makes perfect sense to me. Sure. Um, so, you know, that's... So, and I... The other thing that I don't like is they overcharge for their coffee. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it is, it their is coffee d- should hover... I mean, really, in in a perfect world, all coffee would hover around a dollar. That's how much a cup of coffee should be. Well, I don't know. I, 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 you know what? It's one of those things. I'm not really equipped to properly assess it. I, although I did run a coffee shop at one point. Yeah. Uh, I do know that uh, that more goes into those things than you think. I understand that. Um, so I mean, mainly and it's I labor. Understa- mainly it's labor. Uh, you know, the big the big cost is is you got to pay a staff to be there, and you're selling. You know, if you're selling a coffee for a buck a piece, let's say it costs you... Okay. Uh, let's say all the effort in prep costs you 50 cents. Okay. Okay. That's all the work that it takes to get those beans into your shop, ground, roasted, brewed, maintain your equipment, blah, 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 turn on the lights, blah. Per cup is 50 cents. Let's say it costs you 50 cents. And so you're, ma- and you're charging a buck and you're... You're selling, I don't know, let's say 40 an hour. Right. You've only made $20. Damn. Yeah, that's where I'm going with that. All right. So, and then they put cream in it and totally throw your profit margin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Then they put cream in the goddamn (laughs) coffee, fuck everything up. (laughs) So, you know, and you got four guys doing that. Sure. And you're making twenty bucks an hour. All right, yeah. I just I get it. Anyway. All right, fair enough. Each of them uh, gets five dollars an hour. You just right. can't pay them. So so two dollars, two dollars a cup. Two dollars, and that's right a lot price. for a cup of coffee. That's yeah. the high end on a cup of coffee. Yeah. I uh, prefer to pay a buck fifty. I'm I'm a buck fi- I think a buck fifty is about right for a cup of coffee these days. Yeah. What are you gonna pay in a diner? Uh, buck twenty-five. Buck and a quarter. Yeah. So a buck fifty for a premium cup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. Yeah. All right. So what do we like about Uncommon? I what I like about Uncommon is I like the way they roast their beans. Okay. And so their coffee to me is the best coffee of the three potential in our immediate vicinity. Okay. So w- so Starbucks, Speeder and Earls, and and uncommon crowns they are two doors away from us so they are extremely convenient right so when it's raining or i'd say starbucks is equally convenient it, it's equally convenient yeah. although you have an awning to walk under to get to uncommon and you if don't it's raining yeah yes uh so that's so convenience is a high factor okay. uh and it's locally owned and operated and i like supporting my local businesses okay Fair enough. So those are the things I like about it. What I hate about it 
is their service, although it's gotten a little bit better, it seems. Well, it's gotten better to the point where we stopped boycotting it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, for a while, I just I had had enough of them. They had been rude one time too many. Yeah. Well, I mean, before, they were kind of always talking on the phone. Oh, they'd have... They'd you'd have walk in. You'd be the only person walking in. You'd walk in, and three of them would be having a conversation. They would not look up for their... And they'd be standing there right in front of you, inches away from you, merrily talking. I've snuck out of my business so I could run and get a coffee... And they've got to finish their fucking conversation before they can say hi to me, which they don't do, by the way. They just sort of look at me like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'd had that one too many times. Yeah. But they've definitely improved they've upon that. You think they've gotten busier now since that? Because I, be- like, I, I mean, bet like, they I feel have. like with the amount of business that they get now, you actually couldn't do that and run your business. I bet they have. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, they... they they have lines now, and you can't fucking do that when there's a line. I mean, people will start yelling right. at you. No, so. that's true. The crowd will get surly. Yeah. All right, let's get to work. All right, not piss our customers off. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm taking my job super serial. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which job is Bob, I did not mean uh, <laughs> tech tech guy for the Daily Red. Uh, yeah, you're Captain Keener, aren't you? Yeah, well, gunning for a race. Yeah, no good point. <laughs> Might as well be Keener. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know who, uh, you know who don't get raises. Uh, you know, surly sons of bitches who uh, don't give a damn about their job. You know who doesn't get a raise? Who? The guy who says, I don't get paid enough for this. Yeah. That guy never gets a raise. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a twisted irony. <laughs> I know. But, uh, they don't pay me enough to do this. And they never will. Nope. And they never will. Yeah. Uh, they think it's supposed to be the, reser- the reverse order. See, that's the problem, is they've got their wires crossed in their head about how it should go. See, you do the work, and then you start getting paid for it. You well, don't. You, you, you don't and you get. You may have to ask. You may have to say, right. "Listen, I'm like, working harder I'm doing now. This. I'm doing more, being yeah. more productive. I keep I need doing a raise. this over and over again, and it's killing a lot of my time. I think I need a raise. Right? Yeah. Uh, I I would say, but they expect like, uh, you know, okay, pay me a dollar more an hour, and then we'll see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you pay me more, maybe I'll uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll, I'll do a little it. more maybe work. I'll learn it. Maybe I'll do a little more work. Yeah. Or I'll see if I can keep getting away with as little work as I'm doing now. <laughs> it uh, kind of depends. Depends tired, on which way the wind's blowing. Tired to fire a guy you've just given a raise to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you justify that? But you gave me a raise. <laughs> yeah, what did I do? <laughs> I'm doing the same thing I did before. <laughs> I'm not doing worse. And these people are weird about that stuff, aren't they? Yep. We. Um, what do we have here? Uh, looks like a council of the ne'er do wells. Yes, a bunch of people who don't give a damn. Yep. Think they're the only people on the planet. Yep. Here's a guy who thinks he's the only guy in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> he parks willy nilly all over the white lines. Yep. All right, let's uh, get some milk. Milk and lemonade, juice, soda, coffee. Filters. Uh, Spaghetti sauce. Keep saying stuff. Pasta? No. Uh, Milk and... Cheese, mozzarella, uh, produce, fruit. uh, 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 Salad dressing. uh, Tim Tams. Uh, (laughs) We don't sell Tim Tams. Mars bars. We'll figure it out when we get in there. Yeah, all right. It had a different name. It was like... Future World. Kind of. World of the Future, maybe? Maybe. Mountains of the Denture. Did they have a... Uh, we got to stop at the bank, too. Yep. Did they have... It's a very errand-oriented uh, uh, ha- second half of the show. Did they have a... Uh, yeah? A car with a bubble dome? Uh-huh. Oh. Love the bubble dome. We yeah. never got that car. I know. I feel kind of ripped off. Mm, totally ripped off. You know, they probably determined that it wasn't very aerodynamic. Who cares? 
No well, car, what, a van's not aerodynamic. They're building those. Mm. SUVs aren't aerodynamic. True. I'm with you there. Give us a bubble dome. Maybe impractical? In what sense? Well, you gotta lift the whole thing to get in. It's not like there's an opening in the bubble dome. The bubble dome lifts up. You step out. Yeah. The bubble dome closes. I don't know about that. Miraculous. Also seems like it'd be pretty dangerous. It's hinged. It's hinged on the back. Okay. With a hydraulic lift to it. Again, I bring up the danger. Dangerous manger. You know, what is it with modern culture fucking obsessed with safety? Well, obsessed. I'm, I'm not, but... I mean, if you you're... You weren't hearing me because my thing was down by my chin. <laughs> 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 I wonder if we got any of uh, your bitching about the bubble dome. I don't know. And you'll hear my responses. Try to boost it up. All right, well. Okay. Uh, so, uh... God damn it, there's custard everywhere. <laughs> well, maybe not. Yes? If you're hurtling around at 80 miles per hour... Yeah? ...in what is essentially a glass dome, and you smash into anything, that's it. It's the end. There's no possibility for... Yeah, uh, there's no, oh, well, he got into an accident, but don't worry, everything was fine. Watch where you're going. <laughs> you're worried about it? Slow down. Let me go deposit this check. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying about the bubble dome? <laughs> oh, no, wait, I was going to say about the bubble dome. Yes. Uh, wait, before you do that, just very quickly... Uh, I, I'm the walrus was playing on the radio while you were in the ATM. Goo 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 goo. Goo 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 And, uh, it dawns on me that it'll be the perfect irony if Ringo dies first before Paul. Yeah. It'll be the perfect irony. Because the all, the whole Abbey Road conspiracy was was that Paul, Paul is, is dead. dead. Yeah, that's true. And if all of them die except Paul... Oh, boy. I know. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. I wonder if anyone will notice. No, no one will care. No. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, bubble dome? Oh, bubble dome, right. So, we know, instead of it lifting up, because you don't want to have it like, I mean, putting a big bubble dome on a glass hinge is, or on a, on a hinge seems, um, well, it seems like it would be problematic. Because you got a big dome, you got to have a lot of space. What if you get in one of those low garages, you know? The dome is not that tall. It's not much higher than a regular car. It's not even higher at all. It's, it comes to the same height as a regular car. All right, well, imagine if this car had a dome. A bubble dome. All right, a bubble dome. You're talking about a six-foot dome that lifts up. No, no, it's just like, look, it's car up to here, and it's just the dome for the top. I understand that. The dome for the top is still a uh, six-foot diameter. Okay, yeah. So I'm talking about, like, if you're in one of those low garages where the ceilings are, like, you know, maybe three feet above the car. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe a little higher than that. But still, you know, one of those low parking so garages. If you lift up a six-foot bubble, you know, bubble dome, then you're going you're gonna to crack it on the ceilings and stuff like that. So instead, what you do is it's a half circle that shoom, slides around. Okay, I you like see? that. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. the front half just goes, shoom, slides in behind the back one or above it or whatever. Start, well, how come you're not designing cars right now? I know. GM, I like that idea. give me a buzz. I like that idea. That's better than the sort of um, get smart cone of silence dome. Cone of silence? Oh, you got to get out and watch some TV. Nick at night? Come on. I don't even think it's on Nick at night. Get smart? Yeah. Well, it should be. <laughs> Maybe it's on TV land. TV land, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Nick I at think night. Nick at night used to be old TV shows. TV shows. Uh, for a while, you could watch like uh, the Jeffersons and stuff like that. And right. Yeah. And now it's uh, God, what a terrible show! That was bad in the day. There, there were lots of terrible shows. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. But Bubble, Bubble Dome? Yeah, we, we didn't get a lot of stuff we were promised. We just recently flying got Flying car? We just recently got jetpacks. Where's packs. my flying car? Flying cars, jetpacks. Even the jetpacks. Jetpacks jet are completely impractical. Even the ones... I saw them. That you can see them on YouTube. The ones that... The ones that they're demoing. Yeah. But they The actual jetpacks. Those are actual jetpacks. I mean, they've actually done it now. But they're completely impractical because they suck up a lot of energy. I'm with you there. Well, I mean, like on a full tank, they get you like, what, 60 miles? It said... And how much gas? How I don't know. The using? tank is huge. And it's probably a bit of a strenuous effort. Uh, I don't know about that. The yeah. guy didn't look like he was doing too much. Uh, it seems like it'd be very tense. I could just imagine the first time he hopped into that thing, though. Oh, man. I mean, because some yeah, guy's got to be the first guy to go. In, the first time he hopped into it, he hit the wall. <laughs> you can bet that he didn't have control over that thing. Yeah. That took him a while to get that thing stabilized. Yeah. Oi. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it just, you know, I was thinking of it while I was watching it. I was thinking of that scene in Iron Man when he's testing out his little boosters. Right, yeah. And he's just like, whoa! And the first time he, like, launches into the ceiling, you know? The next time he kind of, like, he's, he's got it, but he's, like, going over all his expensive cars with the exhaust, like, sure. burning them up and stuff like that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it in there. <laughs> you pick a different place to test I, it. Test that baby in the desert. Yeah, in the mesa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on? What's going on with you? Uh, well, I'm still... Uh, I'm in the middle of taking my job very seriously. Yes, I know. I know. Well, you... Oh, look at that. Ooh. What, what is that? What the fuck is that? That's some awesome bitchin' car. Oh, they've got some bitchin' stuff going on. Snap-on. Snap-on? Yeah. What is that? That's a tool company. I don't. Is it? Yeah, it's for it's a like a commercial tool company. Oh, I thought what they were promoting was some sort of snap-on frame where they give you they build the engine underneath and they snap no, off any. You know those you, snap on any body. Oh, also a good idea for a car company. Yeah. You sell the guts the same, but you build bunches of different frames so that you can get a very cheap, different look for a lot of different people. They kind of do that already with kit cars. How do you mean? You, you you get a, a a frame a particular frame, and then you can build these kit cars on it. Oh yeah, Would, are you talking about like the way you can get like a Honda Civic and put a body kit on it? Mm, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm more specifically talking about how they make the reproductions of old sort of weird cars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do them on modern frames. Do they really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Why don't we do that? It's expensive. It's not cheap. You see, it should be cheap. It should be a fiberglass frame or something like that. Uh, it may be a fiberglass frame, but it's still not cheap. Well, I know nothing is fucking cheap. God damn it. I know. It's totally Damn it, sucks. Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, what were you saying? Sorry, I cut uh, you off when I... I was saying Oggled. that I'm still grappling. I'm still grappling with the idea of brand loyalty. Oh right, right, yeah, right. I don't know why anybody's loyal to a brand. Why are we waxing on about that? I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of um, instinctual thing. Uh, Dad said it had to do with the fact that you know what to expect. Yeah. So you find a product that you like, or that you don't hate. Sure. And or that works for you for whatever reason. Sure. And you you stick with it because you know what to expect from them. Well, I okay, well let me share with you one of my experiences. Please. Okay. For a long time I was very loyal to uh should I say names? Yeah, sure, what the okay. hell. Okay. I'm I'm not going to say anything slanderous or anything like that. Um if as long as you tell the truth. Yeah. So, for a long time I was brand loyal to Geico. They were my the insurance, insurance company. company. Yes, they were my insurance company. They were the only ones who were going to give me insurance. Is that why you were loyal to them? Because uh, nobody else would give you some damn insurance and Geico e would. Everyone else was going to be just through the roof expensive. I think a grand a month or something like that. $800 a month. Close to that. You buy a new car every month. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, I'm sorry. Not that expensive. Uh, maybe it was 800 No. Because what you pay for your first oh, car? It was, was $1,200 for six months. 
and it was going to be a hundred dollars or 150 bucks a month or something like that sure. it's going to be 150 bucks a month for insurance for just liability you know because i had my crappy honda i had paid in full for it i was not you weren't insuring it yeah, for damage no Right. Uh, so I, so it was just the bare minimum. The minimum of what the state law requires you to have was going to cost me like 100 to 150 bucks. Okay. Everywhere else, except for Geico, where they had kind of knocked it down to around 60 bucks for me. That's a massive savings. Yeah. So I was thrilled with them, and I was like, "Great, you, you know, you guys are amazing. You're my okay. favorite." And uh, merely because they gave me such a great price when everyone else was going to charge me through the roof. Okay. Okay. So, so now you're doing your business with Geico. Uh, with, uh, was it Geico? Doing my business with Geico. Okay. Doing my business with Geico. Sure. I'm with Geico for a long time. How long time being? Uh, yeah, probably the better part of four or five years. Okay. That's uh, a long time. Yeah. Um, with them for a long time, and then I start shopping around, and I noticed that Progressive was going to give me a better rate. Because so you were older now. Because I was older now, and I was kind of, I had already talked to them a bunch about lowering my rate. They weren't going to do it. Geico? Geico. You know, I, I kind of said, you know, can I get it any lower? And they're like, no, this is about as low as we do, you know, and I, I literally, I just had... I had uh, I had the whole works, and you hadn't made a claim for in all that time. Uh, I think I'd claimed one uh, safe light repair for my windshield because I, you know, a rock kicked up into my windshield, and I had that repaired. That was the only thing I'd ever cleaned claimed ever. Okay. Uh, and uh, and so uh, at this point, I had uh, I had the works because I had a loan out on my car. Okay. I started, uh, and I started, uh, I started shopping around, and I found that Progressive was going to give me a much better rate on the whole show. I think it was going to knock me from about, I think it was going to knock me from about 120, or 150 bucks a month, which is what it was costing me for the works, to about 120-ish. And they were going to... Or 100-ish. 100 to 120. Okay. And did you call Geico? I didn't call Geico. I merely... For some reason, I was beginning to get unhappy with them. I can't remember how they'd been dicking me around, but... Uh, was that when you were putting your brother on your insurance and... Yeah, I had put him on my insurance and, uh, you know, I think they had... Uh, there was something about them that was pissing me off. I could never... I can't remember now, but there was something that was starting to get under my skin a little bit. I think it was that they weren't really... didn't seem like they were really working for me at a certain point. You know what I mean? they just kept saying no. They got you, and now they're saying no all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, I, I, I would... Uh, I would kind of ask, well, can I do this, this, and this? And they'd be like, no, nah, not really. You know, sorry. Okay. And meanwhile, and but then I call Progressive, and Progressive's going to offer me a lower rate for the same coverage. You know, same deductibles, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, same roadside assistance, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, and it was going to be, I think it was going to save me on the order of about 40 bucks a month. Which is nice. Sure. Um... And so I switched, and then of course I sold my car three days later. But <laughs> okay, but I switched, and they were just so nice about it, and they refunded me all my money pretty much for uh, even Except after for I canceled my policy. Oh yeah, okay. You know, so they like refunded. They were like, "Well, you paid the initial fee, which was I don't know, whatever right. the first month was." And that was progressive. And they refunded, yeah, everything minus the three days I had it. You know. That is Flo's company. Yes. Okay, and Geico is the little lizard, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. And the, the caveman. The, the gecko. The gecko. Oh, yeah, and it's so easy even a caveman can do it. Yep. Right. And, uh, granted... cavemen are stupid. Yep. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, anyway, and, and now, but now I'm brand loyal to Progressive. If I get car insurance again, I'm going through them. Well, but, uh, I mean, by your description, you're not brand loyal to anybody. They piss you off a little bit, and 
you get a slightly better rate. But you I don't even but you don't I even go back to Geico and say, uh, "Hey, Geico, they're going to give me a blah forty no, bucks no, no, last year." No, that's not true. I just I switched my loyal I switched my loyalty after Geico kind of pissed me off a couple of times. But you can't even remember what they did to piss you off. Mm, it it was money related. Uh, they were I felt like they were overcharging me for something. I couldn't remember. I can't remember what specifically, but I got to a point where I was like, ah, I, sh- I really shouldn't. Really? You're going to do this? And they were like, yeah, sorry, it's policy, blah, blah, blah. And I think they, you know, they were nice. I mean, it wasn't, but I was getting sick of, uh, I was getting sick of it, and I hadn't shopped around in a while. Yeah, no, it's good to shop around, to be and, sure. And when, I, and when I shopped around, I looked like I could get a lower rate, and when I asked them if they would give me the lower rate, they said no. Pretty sure. Because I distinctly remember saying, hey, aren't I due for, a, you know, cutting my premiums or something like that? And they I'm said, older and wiser now. I'm older and wiser now than I, than I once was, and uh, they didn't do anything. They were like, nope, we're as low as we can get you right now. Huh, all right. You know, so I was like... And uh, they didn't even feign interest. They just like, uh, no, uh, I, I don't think I can do that. No, they, I, they weren't even like, well, let me check. Let me see what we can do. Uh, I think they kind of well, said, you know, let me see if, you, you know, if you're due to kind of... qualify yeah, for If you a qualify for a lower rate. And they, yeah, I think they came back and they were like, no, you don't really qualify for a lower rate yet. So this is as good as it gets right now. And I was like, eh, well, you know, this other, I shopped around and this other place is going to offer me a lower rate. So I guess it's not as good as it gets. What's as good as it gets is what they have. That's as good as it gets. Okay. So, you know, so, and, but now I'm super loaded and, and they were so helpful at Progressive that I'm, I'm super loyal to them now. If I get insurance again, I'm going back to Progressive. So it was good service. It was good service. And Great you felt service. at the end of your Geico experience that you were not getting good service. Uh, I, Boy, got dec- is, I got decent... That is stunning uh, lighting right out there. I know. I got decent service. They were not rude to me. They were never rude. They just weren't... Uh, they weren't overly helpful or concerned for me. You know? I All felt they cared about was your money. Uh, I don't even know if it was that, but I did... It, it felt warmer at Progressive. Because they cared about you. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you felt that, yeah. From a, and I'm super duper stoked about it. Money grubbing insurance company. Yep. Uh, yeah. I exactly. So you had a warm experience with a sh- with, with a an sh- insurance yeah. company. Yeah, exactly. And that got me happy. Yeah. All right. And I, I and if I get insurance, I'm going back to Progressive. And what would it take? I to- I'm what toying with the idea of getting my home insurance through them, even though you guys recommended. What would it take? Uh, GMAC or what? Is that what it Mackie. is? Mackie. Mackie? Yeah. Uh. Yes? All right. Well, uh, I'm just trying okay, to... Okay, for instance. Okay, so, like, but what here's would it a little take bit for you to dump them? Progressive? Yeah. Uh, one bad customer service experience? No, it might take one or two. Uh, well, tw- I mean, more than one. All I'd right. say two or more, and I'd probably think about switching. I really don't like bad customer service. So you, you, I will stay with a company that's a little more expensive, for good customer service. Well, I will too. Uh, However, my threshold's about ten percent. Well, I I suppose it depends. It it's on lower ticket items. Threshold's probably about twenty percent. Right. On higher ticket items, my threshold's about ten percent. Sure. Like, let's say, bad service company six hundred dollars. Good service company, six sixty. Yeah, that's your. Uh, yeah, I'd suffer a little bad service for sixty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, not if they fucked me over financially. So, like, if they, for yeah. example, it was six sixty, and oh yeah, you got to pay for er, six hundred, but you got to pay for delivery, and the other one was six hundred, you don't have to pay for yeah. delivery. So oh, another kinda, thing about know. Geico is I felt a little. Uh, if Geico's listening, I felt a little. Uh, I felt a little bounced around. You know what I mean? No. Like, with the progressive people, I was able to do everything I wanted to do through the one gal who I spoke to. Right, I didn't like that. And, you know, like, I was like, well, can I, you know, set up my insurance with you? She was like, yes. Can I pay right now through you? Yes. Can I, 
Yeah, you know, she did I like everything. That. I like that. You know, and when, but when I called through Geico, it was like, all right, you know, like I need to make a change to my po- my policy. Oh, all right, well, let me connect you to, to the uh, policy to the policy guy. changing guy, and then he'd be like, uh, you know, like all right, your policy's all set, uh, and uh, you owe us fifty eighty two. Great, let me let me connect you. Great, can I give you my credit card? Yep, just hold one second. I'll connect you to, uh, you know, to billing. To billing. And now you're talking to a new guy. You gotta get. I don't know. I didn't write down my uh, my policy number. Ticket number. He told me it, but I can't remember. Yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. I know what you mean. So I I called. uh, I'm having trouble getting. I was having trouble getting my uh, SSL certificate for the for the Homeport website. Yeah. For our secure checkout. And uh, I I called the guy and told him what my deal was, and he was able to, you know, like solve it. Even though it was dealing with three or four different departments, yeah, he was able to coordinate the whole the one thing. Guy. And he would just put me on hold for a second, go get the guy, get that sorted yeah, out. Yeah, see, I don't mind the hold as long as I'm talking to one person the right. whole time. Yeah, you know? because you don't have to re-explain your freaking story eight million times. Right. Like I remember trying to use Air Miles once. Oh. <laughs> oh. I had to explain my story. Wait, to s- you tried to use those? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just for show. I know. Yeah, I tried to use them. I had to explain my story to six different guys, and each they're like a, they're like a currency that uh, you know doesn't you you can't use no anymore. No one will accept. Wampum, you know, you have it on display in your little I've case. I've got air miles. Uh huh. Yeah. Would you like yes. to trade those for Confederate dollars? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I, d- I tried, and I and yeah. I'm really like every time, and and I was doing like, because I needed to get tickets for the whole family. I think it was our last trip to Europe. Yeah. And I was getting tickets for the whole family. I had enough air miles for two round trip tickets. Yeah. But there's five of us. Right. So I had to get regular tickets too. Oh man, right. it was just a nightmare. Oosh. It was just a nightmare. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Well, but for instance, I was thinking about it today. Uh, if you were, uh, and this kind of goes to oh, I was thinking about it. I was thinking how hard it would be for us to get the what's the uh, French press that everyone's always coming in for? Bodum. Yeah. Can we just get that fucking French press? French press. Uh, Can we just get one? How hard is that? Everyone seems to be brand loyal. Speaking of brand loyalty, to that French press. Uh, shit. Oh wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're still good. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's like having a soda stand. It's like having a soda stand. But uh, and somebody comes in and they're like, "Hey, uh, can I get a Coke?" And you're like, "No, I'm I'm sorry. We don't have Coke. We have RC. We have uh, Pepsi. And we have uh, I don't know what's another cola brand." Uh, uh, Moxie. Mo- <laughs> sure, Moxie. Moxie. Yeah, or you say, uh, do you have 7-Up? Like, no, no, sorry. Uh, we have Mellow Yellow, uh, Sprite, <laughs> and... Uh, well, do you have Dr. Pepper? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. We have Mr. Pip and Dr. Pete. And exactly. Yeah. So, But everyone wants the fucking Bodum French Press, and we don't carry it. Well, I tell you what. If you want the daily ride... You're you gonna, you ride. can get the daily. You know where ride. to get it. You don't have to accept any substitutes. Yeah. www.daily dash ride. Happen? Happen? I was trying to my www.daily dash ride. Right on. Right on. <laughs>